What's that? Polka? No. The metal. Famously, James Hetfield coined early thrash metal power metal, but uh -huh. somewhere along the lines it got appropriated. Uh -huh. What makes power metal power metal? Uh, I would say for, first you gotta you gotta run the lines to your house. Don't we're not gonna do electricity? Can, joke. Oh, okay, okay, we're not. Nope. Okay. Uh, what makes power metal power metal? I would say. Uh, uh, the, both both genres, both old power metal and current power metal, are are both very uh, bombastic. They both have a lot of stuff going on. Okay, right? Like yeah, you compare like old thrash, what was power metal, to what was going on at the time, and even compared to stuff like Venom and you know Merciful Fate. Yeah, there was a lot. It was it was a lot. You know, it was it was loud. It was big. It was in your face, uh, and it was maybe slightly less approachable to stuff like Iron Maiden. You don't think Iron Maiden would be considered old power metal? No, I mean that's that's Br British heavy metal. It's new wave, right? Well, to them it was just British heavy it was, metal. It was just Iron Maiden, just a wave <laughs> of metal. I guess. <laughs> I think it's got Edge Dragons. Power metal, you gotta have dragons. Gotta have dragons. Black metal, you gotta have racists. <laughs> uh, death metal, you gotta have guts. Yep. And thrash metal, you gotta have Beer. leather jackets. And leather jackets. Jean jackets. <laughs> jean, jean jackets, yeah. But you don't need, we don't need any of that gatekeeping stuff here on The Onslaught, which is this podcast. Uh, we are definitively ranking all of the heavy metal bands in the universe. We're down to the Sweet 16. Yep. Third round of the Sweet 16. Third game of the third match. Third match. Third, third matchup. Third bout. They're not playing games. Yeah. We don't play games. We here. don't. We don't play games here. We don't fuck around and play games. We don't play your little your little crossbow games here. <laughs> we only play uh, to win. I guess. I'm Brian. And I'm Vargas. Again, this is the onslaught. The universe's only heavy metal podcast. Uh, you know what? I'm glad that we don't do what. I'm glad that we don't immediately form an opinion about everything that happens and then not critically think on that opinion and then just spew it out into the internet. I'm really glad we don't do that. I'm glad that we talk about three people on this podcast. I'm not talking about anybody specific. I wasn't going to mention any names or talk about anyone. I'm just saying something that I'm thankful for in this season of giving. Yeah. In this season of giving known as April, oh. I'm just thankful that we aren't that kind of podcast yeah you know yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm thankful let's go around the table that we have ted nugent to laugh at who the nuge baby teddy nugget i think we should start calling him teddy nugget <laughs> old uncle teddy nugget teddy i don't want him to be my uncle well i guess we all have that uncle we all have uncle touchy uh, but i'm just gonna call him uh yeah teddy nugget the pedo known pedophile ted nugent what was jailbait about <laughs> i mean what was jailbait about what was cat scratch fever about really well that one's just about sex yeah but jailbait is about sex with a minor yeah which is a major offense yeah uh he should be on a he should whenever you log into whatever it is sex offender.gov or whatever to see if if pedophiles live near you 
He should be on that list uh, no matter where you search. So this is not a joke, not a bit. Nor is the thing about jailbait. No, it's that not. That song is yeah, about yeah. wanting to fuck a minor. Yeah, yeah. He was investigated by the FBI. And what did they do? Let him off the hook because he's a teddy nugget? Hopefully put shit in his phone forever. Yeah, well, it's not working. He's still saying <laughs> insane things. Because he's got a podcast. I don't think it is a podcast. I think it's just a camera. <laughs> But He's I guess got a camera. I guess what is a podcast but a microphone, you know? <laughs> he a, is a, an internet connection. He is a white guy with a microphone. Yep. <laughs> All right. So why are we talking about Ted Nugent? Ted Nugent went on whatever platform he has. What were you going to say is not a joke, though? Oh, this? that he was investigated by the FBI. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's a pedophile. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> not for that. It's because he like made threatening comments against Obama. Yeah. Big fuck it. Like I know. Right. Big surprise. Yeah. But he went on whatever platform and decided to talk shit about Taylor Hawkins dying, saying yeah, that he said it was selfish because narcotics abuse yeah, is selfish. Substance abuse is selfish. Something he famously did for like most of his life. Well, so I that's what I was like. This dude was a rock and roll star in the 70s. There's no way he wasn't like half cocaine at some point, yeah. right? Apparently, he is was like one of the first major straight edge oh, artist God, that i <laughs> did the mic pick my eyes rolling Dude, out of my head i know right what a f- so it's cool to like be a pedophile but you draw the line at drugs yeah it's it's cool to be like extra racist <sighs> jesus christ i can't with teddy nugget yeah and did you did you see my side by side with his screenshot and yeah. ted kaczynski yeah they have this the exact same energy yeah, man. He, I mean, he is a menace to society for sure. Yeah, at but this not, point, but not like the movie. The no, movie's not, cool. Yeah, it's not fun. This is not yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, the movie's fun. Yeah, this is uh, well, it's the demise of uh, a man that people maybe once liked. I guess. Yeah, but it's been happening for a decade now. Yeah, yeah. So nobody go buy his last CD, which which was released in 2018. Wow, he made music in 2018. He's made music the whole time. But when did it was it ever honestly as a uh, uh, this is just Brian speaking. Yeah, I've never liked it. Uh, I mean, I like, you know, cat scratch fever and stranglehold. Great white buffalo is way too long. That's oh, a, that's I mean, it. Those are the extent of my Ted Nugent. That's and that's fine because those are the three songs I've heard of. <laughs> right. And I've heard stranglehold and, and cat scratch fever. Yeah. And of course, I've heard jailbait. <laughs> right. But like, oh, Zuango's a tango. That's the other one I know. I just don't like. I just don't think they're good. No, it's uh, it's boat music. That's what I tell Kara. Yeah, it's, when you're on it, but like a lake, you have to be on a lake, not the ocean. Yeah, yeah, but like when you've got a pontoon. Yeah, and everybody out there has had too much to drink. Well, you don't go on a lake without having too much to drink. Right, right. There's right. slimy monsters in there. Correct. And sea and fish. If right. Ted's planned the joke there is that Ted is a it's slimy, a slimy monster. monster. I got it. What else we got for heavy metal news? We don't have to spend any more time on Teddy Nugget. We can talk about one of our other favorite people. You want to talk about Machine Gun Kelly? Oh, Jesus Christ. His cover of Ariel's cover of Aerials. downs cover. What? Where, where did he cover? Was it just in a studio uh, on the Howard Stern show? Howard Stern show. Mm-hmm. So Stern's still putting out great content. Yeah. I see. Yep. Um, and it's bad. Yeah, man. It's he can't really sing. bad. He really can't. I don't. Um, I'm actually going to give some props to this performance in in the vein of the, the rest of the band because they had a, it was an acoustic set basically. Mm-hmm. They had a you know 
some keys and some electric guitar to do the solos and stuff, but pretty cool for an acoustic performance of a pretty metal song. Yeah. Uh, And then Machine Gun Kelly decides to not only sing poorly. Well, he I guess he can't choose that. He just sings poorly. Yeah, but I guess props to him for for committing, you know? Yeah. And to have that cigarette in your mic hand while you're performing. Well, what looks cooler than that smoke coming up from the micro? It's like he set the microphone on fire, you know? Yeah, but he's not William Shatner doing a spoken word set. Okay, here's here's what I'm going to say, though. And this may be controversial. I think it's right on the nose. Machine Gun Kelly is and has always been more about his image than his music. Oh, 100%. And that's what he sells most of his product on is his image, not his... He's a he's a t-shirt artist. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, whatever, man. Let him make whatever music he wants. Uh, if anyone can defend it to me, that would be fine. I won't agree with you. <laughs> but if you can make a legitimate defense of like, oh, no, this, like, if you actually listen to this and you can prove that it's not like auto-tuned. There's a lot of people out there now auto-tuned, so I guess it's not that big of a deal anymore. Uh, but if you can make a legitimate case the onslaught podcast at gmail.com let me know if you if there's a song i need to listen to yeah is machine gun kelly garbage across the board now i've heard his diss battle with eminem yeah uh, where, he, where he also got destroyed he got fucking murdered anybody that was like no man he got eminem no he didn't no <laughs> no he did not <laughs> I think it's called Kill Shot, or maybe that was M's. No, it's Rap Rap Devil, right? Because Rap Devil, because of Rap yeah, God. Rap that's God. that's right. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That wasn't. I mean, whatever. He's you know he's making money. He's living his life. He's dating Megan Fox, which I guess is fine. Yeah, I, I I guess if I got to date Megan Fox, I would also think that I could do whatever I want in public and he's, get away with it. He was in the Jackass, the Jackass Forever, um, and he has the tiniest little legs that I've ever seen. Yeah, have you seen him? I mean, yeah, but normally he's got pants on. So he had like bicycle shorts on. Oh, yeah. So it, it I think I talked about this on debates on tap every Monday. It does. His little legs doesn't look like they can support his big floppy head. <laughs> he does have a big old dog. <laughs> so, he really does. He just he has a tiny frame. Yeah, he's a very slender man. Yeah, and it works for him. Uh, people are into that. People are yeah. people love touching bones. I guess yep. he, he's big in the archaeologist That's world. True. In the on the Howard Stern set, he was wearing a uh, like a jacket, like a suit jacket. Yeah, and it definitely looks like he's got shoulder pads in. You know, like well, like some big old eighties hey shoulder man. pads. Style comes back. It's all it all goes for a full circle. No, I think he just needs them. Maybe to make the jacket not slide off of his little frame. Or maybe when he gets sleepy, he'll, he'll lay his big <laughs> he old head down on one of his shoulders, flop his little head back and forth. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Christ. No, we're a positive podcast. Let's get some positive news out there. I don't have any positive. News. Oh, no. Just, just Ted Nugent and Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, I mean, well, I get well, I don't mind shitting on Teddy Nugget. Yeah, I don't want to shit on MGK because he hasn't done anything to upset me in that like realm. You oh, know what sure. I mean? He's yeah, just yeah, annoying, yeah. I guess. Sure. And, and people can be annoying. Sure. But I mean, people have made that their whole thing in life and they're doing they're doing pretty, pretty well. Sure. Pretty well. What do you think? Have you listened to the new ghost album in full? Yeah, man. Much better than the singles that we've talked about on the show. Yeah, way better. Um, Of course, I don't have the track listing in front of me, but track two and three are not singles that they released. Yeah, but they're like, yeah, straight bangers. Uh, It's like spillways, I think is one of them. And they oh, the other one's a really weird name that I didn't know. It was like, 
you know, probably something Satan related. Yeah, you can't say that on this <laughs> in America. I don't think uh, they're they're planning on releasing three, like a, a trilogy of music videos that will, I'm sure, tell some kind of story in the Ghostiverse mm-hmm. uh, for this album. So those those will probably be all coming out here in the next month or so. I would imagine that's pretty legit. So that'll be fun. But yeah, if, uh, if you haven't, if you've only if you if you only get your news from this podcast. We're not taking anything back. We still think that the songs that they released as singles are not good ghost songs. Yeah, some of their weakest. But the album is is much better than those singles that they've released. I'm extremely glad that I like actually gave it a shot after hearing whatever the three or four songs that I thought were not so good. Yeah. Uh, with I guess with the exception of Call Me a Little Sunshine. That's a good song. The, but that one came out so long ago. Yeah. The other two came out like, well, we already knew Hunter's Moon. Yeah. And then the 20s, 20s, yeah, 20s, uh, not yet, not the 20s, just 20s came out and uh, really let a lot of us down. Yeah. New ghost. But talk about uh, being up. Up. We're up for this. These two bands coming at you this week. Up, 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 baby. As high as it goes. Uh, This is going to be a fun one. Um, Hearts are going to be broken on this round. Hearts Hearts are getting broken on round three. This yeah, it's tough. Yeah, man, it, uh, it is getting tough. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun to see everybody vote. And I, I love when discourse breaks out in our co- in our comments or yeah, or emails. And uh, but this week we have unleashed the archers going against zeal and ardor. Oh, baby. Again, man, this is one of my horses. I know this is this is going to be rough for you. If it could be zeal and ardor doesn't show up. If, if unleash the archers has, a, has any kind of internet presence like they had in Kansas city, physical presence. Yeah. I mean, ooh, I'm pulling ooh. on my collar, but one thing I'll say is that zeal and ardor now has, has with this new album has jumped out of the underground completely. And they are now firmly planted on everyone's cover of revolve like whatever yeah. they're getting so much coverage which i love of course the only thing that irritates me is that some when people when you know especially in the metal community when somebody starts getting coverage like that they're start it becomes like oh i'm so sick of hearing bob bots like well have you actually listened to the album yet no i don't want to because they're fucking selling they're everywhere now yeah <laughs> it's like well you should listen to it and I then can't. see why they're everywhere they're on every cover no 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 brian you have to only listen to bands where their demos from the 80s exist nothing else we need to change i had someone the other day tell me that gatekeep like they think that heavy metal is still all about gatekeeping and i've like every hobby or interest has its gatekeepers of course yeah and heavy metal has been notorious for that yeah but i feel like we're expanding right yeah i mean it, it i think it's less about the genre on a whole and more about the the loudest assholes out there are the ones that people think of yeah and that's true like all of it the very vocal minority if you went to james hetfield or carrie king and you were like hey what do you think of this new band that came out they'd probably be like i uh, i don't know or i mean metallica makes it a point to take local band like when they go overseas yeah. and stuff to have local bands open for them and they took greta van fleet out yeah um so I think I mean they're you know they I mean that's what I'm saying they'd probably be all for the the community expanding or they'd pull the old guy move and be like I don't know what that is is that on the internet what's a Gojira you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> another band that Metallica have had open for them um, but yeah I think of course Unleash the Archers kind of similar they but they broke the waves a little sooner yeah 
a little, a little earlier. less recently than yeah. than Zealanarder did. Um, so, what got you? How did you find Unleash the Archers? Uh, through my brother, my brother Sam. Um, he's a huge power metal fan. He was on our uh, first round episode with Blind Guardian, his yeah. his favorite band. Um, so he really dove into them basically all the way when uh, Time Stand Still came out in like 2015 or something. Yeah. Um, I personally didn't really realize how good they were until, uh, apex came out, which was like 2017 ish. Um, that's, that's when I realized that, oh, these dudes are, they're pretty fucking legit. Um, and, and so that's why I also pick apex as their best album. Yeah. Um, I think it really nails cause if you listen to our previous episode on unleash the archers, the history episode, um, they started out as more of like a straight thrash or death metal band and kind of picked up a lot of those power metal elements, but new, new power metal, not old power metal. They yeah, were old. Power sure. Metal which we band. still don't really know the difference of. It's true, but they do have dragons. I probably, I would assume. Yeah, man. Sure. So, I don't know. <laughs> there's some dragons in there, uh, but I think apex is, is a really nice mix of that old thrash element with the new power metal stuff that they're doing. Um, and that's only three albums old or whatever. So that's only one album old or two, two albums old. Didn't they release one in tw- like 2019, 2020, 2020. Yeah. And uh, then, and yeah. then abyss and then no, Apex, abyss right? was in 2020. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I threw an extra so. one in there. <laughs> yeah. They're there. They only have the, the three time, right. Time stand still apex abyss. Yeah. There's, I mean, so oh, apex okay. is very recent in their, because then they had Behold the Devastation and Demons of the Astro Waste before yeah. that, but those were the two that were sort of leaning still into the thrash yeah. style. Yep, yep, yep. With uh, on there, but uh, I I don't want to say I'm irritated with you, um, <laughs> but I am because of course before you talked to your brother about Unleash the Archers, yeah. I had mentioned them to you because they had the Mad Max music video. Yeah, uh, and you were like, "Yeah, man, that's fine." And what I know happens when I mention a band to you is you listen to five seconds of it or or 10 seconds of it and then you're like okay sure and then you go on and then you're busy uh, yeah you, can you hear my air quotes <laughs> yeah 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 and you uh then forget about it but then your brother comes and he's like oh you need to check out this band that i well, told you about months and months before it's because you know sam has the persistence he he annoys me into yeah no i mean giving them attention that's totally it's <laughs> totally fine i found them on a on a youtube hole and i found their mad max video mad max mad max esque video for yeah. tonight we ride tonight we ride that's um right. and i was blown away by her range by <laughs> britney's range vocal range um and it was it was amazing so i dove in and then of course by that time apex was already out so i was able to they have a bunch of fun little videos for that and it follows the the story which i'm not going to go into here because it's a little bit of a confused one of the confusing one of those confusing metal stories yeah yeah there's lots of time travel and shit yeah yeah but uh the matriarch from apex is one of my favorite songs because it's just like straightforward it's like driving the whole time it showcases britney and her talent um yeah it's really really good that's also what i have right here on my notes the matriarch matriarch. yeah man plus you get that that band chant or whatever in the chorus the it's good yeah, shit. It is good shit, man. <laughs> we could sit here and uh, we should not have a podcast of just singing along to songs that don't play. But no. I mean, we don't make it a habit, probably. No, 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 no. We could do it. You want to do it one more time? The Matriarch! 
fuck? That's yeah, that's fun. Shit. That is fun. That, that is, is good fun. shit. Uh, the saying the matriarch like that feels the same way I feel when I sing Deadly Sinners. Yeah, that's right? true. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, that is fair. Uh, so I mean, it's hard to deny them. They've. I think we said this in the episode. Uh, the term meteoric rise could be applied to both of these bands, really. Sure. Uh, but it's hard to deny their their crowd appeal. They're, I mean, they're just they seem just like really wouldn't just like straightforward down to earth dudes and girl who are just like they just want to rock. Yep, basically, and they're from Canada, which is notorious for being nice and down to earth. I guess it's true. I've never been. Would love to go sometime. There were. I would guess that if they were in the studio right now, they would be apologizing to Zeal and Arter. <sighs> Well, oh, just because they're being, Canadian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing is you Canadian, you get in a fight with somebody and then it's like, oh, sorry, oh, sorry, so, sorry, sorry, sorry. You want to go to Tim Hortons? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think they, I think. So why do they deserve to win? I think they deserve to win because they could. They're, they're one of the bands that could carry the flag of heavy metal to the masses. Definitely. Like, like yeah. I would lump them in the same category as bands like Ghost or gojira is a little bit on the you know like mastodon right they're bands that are heavy and no one in the metal community can deny it but they have enough uh accessibility accessibility exactly approachability to to be in the public eye and i think that's perfectly encapsulated by the show we went to yeah when they just packed the fucking house yeah they aren't rewriting any formulas but they are doing what they do extremely well um and they are very charismatic on stage Mm -hmm. Uh, and i think that that lends success to them yeah uh that we're currently seeing and i think they're going to be headlining here probably their next album probably gonna do a big world tour I, i think they were already slated to do one during covid for abyss yeah, um, but that did not happen unfortunately yeah in the way that it could have i guess right um so zeal and ardor i got into them now i'm honestly i'm upset so but when we started this i this show and we were picking bands yeah i thought about even before we had round three i thought about how did i get into zeal and ardor because i do not remember mm-hmm. and in my head what i had thought had happened was there's a show on FX called Taboo. It's got Tom Hardy in it. He plays this. It's a really good show, but it's really out there. Yeah. But it has to do with like the slave trade from Britain or or to Britain from Africa, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's it's got a lot of like voodoo in it and and this kind of like magic aura, I guess, Mm -hmm. in the show. And it's very, that's just the feel of the show. And I could have sworn that I heard a song like in the show and I played it back three or four times. I was like, I got to find what band this is. And so I watched the credits and everything found it. But then I went back and I like Googled Zealand Art or Taboo basically trying to find it. And it, it does not exist for me on the internet that I found. So I don't know where I found that band. So what I'm going to say happened is it came to me in a dream (laughs) and I woke up and I YouTube Zealand Arter and I was like, wow, (laughs) <laughs> this was in my dream you you heard a song in taboo you spelled something wrong when you googled <laughs> no because it was in the credits i swear <laughs> to god it was in the credit it was like because because tell me you've seen taboo yeah 
So you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, and yeah. Any listener who's seen it would know what I'm talking about. The, that music fits incredibly, or it would. Yeah, the aesthetic of the show matches their music yeah. perfectly. So I thought that's what it was. But as soon as, anyway, as soon as I found them, I guess it doesn't really matter. As soon as I found them, I went buck wild um, and tried yeah. to get everyone I know to, to listen to them because they were doing something so unique. Um, yeah. And I, I was going to say unique at the time, but it's not even at the time. It's still... They're still the only band doing this. Yep. And of course, if you want to know how they got into that, go listen to our episode on Zealand Arter where we cover how he turned racism into a beautiful band. Yep. Manuel Gano. Uh, I got into them. I found them by myself. Uh, nobody told me about them. Nobody. <sighs> I, I, I'm going to quit I, the show. I found them completely. I quit the show. In fact, I think, I think it was me who was whispering in your ear while you were sleeping. You're still doing that? I was like, Zealand the band from taboo is here Leonardo. are you still doing that to me yeah of course God every night who's who else is gonna watch it no i'm kidding brian <laughs> every other night every other night brian showed me zeal and ardor uh and this was of course right around the time devil is fine came out um which was like what 2016 or 2017 i mean i didn't find them. i think i found them in 2019 whatever but okay go on <laughs> uh devil is fine is is the album that i remember hearing them first um the title track specifically i think was the first song i heard from them um but i'm picking blood in the river as my one true song from zeal and Arter. yeah uh what are you picking i mean that one is the one that i found where i was like what yeah. is that well the one that i remember finding yeah not the one i remember Taboo. this origin <laughs> Yeah, and it, uh, I mean, it just, yeah, Blood on the River sort of encapsulates everything that they do well. Yeah. Like, if, yeah, that's the one where I would be like, listen to that if you really, if you want, like, the, a fucking song. Yeah. It is a fucking song. It is a song. Uh, but one I often show to people is Row Row, because I think mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. showcases exactly what you're in for if you listen to them, where it's that, you know, gospel style, Row Row, you know. Yeah finger tapping and then cuts right into just blast beat double bass black metal yeah. so but uh, yeah uh i i still think their self-titled album that came out this year mm-hmm. uh again uh, in my top two albums of the year yeah i mean it's in a contender for album of the year with allegiance damnum but um I, it's it's putting up a lot of a fight against stranger fruit their album from 2018 mm-hmm. i don't know which one which one is my favorite but I like I like Devil is Fine because it's so and this is why I think they should win. Um, I guess I'll just get into that. They they do what they do because they do it so well. No, <laughs> they we do what we do when we do what we do, son. <laughs> they're the only band out there that sounds remotely like them. Like nobody out there even yet is like, oh, this sounds like zeal and ardor yeah not even close i yeah. mean that that i've found i'm sure some fucking guy is gonna be like um you haven't heard ne- uh, necromancy's birth from whatever norway they just put that's, out a demo that's a really good band name if that's not taken already <laughs> necromancer's birth yeah that is pretty good uh shotgun on that one Damn. sorry sorry guys <laughs> now i think it's it, music is is well anything creative it's hard to be unique Oh, yeah. At this, especially at this point in time. Yeah. Right. You know, 40 years ago, Thrash came and, you know, sort of 
shook things up. It's very hard to shake things up or to be unique, right? Yeah, it's hard. To, it's hard to shift the paradigm. In, yeah, in 2022, especially. I mean, we're seeing it now with like shows like we have more reboots or remakes of shows than we have you un- like unique shows. Yeah, um, same thing with that old adage. There's only so many chords. Yeah, right. There's and a, Black there's Sabbath a, played them all. Um, they already <laughs> played them all. Um, so to be able to write something to be able to make yourself stand out, but not only just for the sake of standing out to then do it so successfully and do it so well, um, I think just puts them, um, I don't want to say head and shoulders above unleash the archers, but I think it, it propels them to victory or it should sure because they do something so unique and they do it so extremely well. Well, so, and on top of that, to put the cherry on top of what you're saying, not only do they do that, because it's it's not difficult to find music that sounds like unlike other music. Sure, right? Like you could go listen to Japanese noise core, and it doesn't sound like anything else. But then, how many Japanese but noise core bands are there? That's exactly what I'm yeah. saying. It it sounds like exactly what the genre is, where it's just static electricity through a microphone or whatever. Yeah, this is like actual songs that sound like songs, right? And it's really fucking good. Yeah. Uh, so good luck this week, I guess on this one, uh, cause it's gonna, it's gonna tear us up. It's gonna tear me up. It's gonna tear us up. Uh, make sure to vote whatever you, uh, whatever your choice is. Think carefully. Don't just, uh, don't just, don't just vote willy nilly just to get it over with. You know, think carefully or alternatively listen to our playlist. Oh, it just comes out every Tuesday. Isn't that weird how we did that on Spotify? If you don't want to do that, uh, we recommend a, a few songs for you to listen to uh, just while we were talking here. So yeah, go back and listen to those. Um, you can vote on our Instagram and on our Twitter. Both of those are the onslaught pod. Um, and then of course you can email us at the onslaught podcast at gmail.com if you do not have those, but, uh, make sure to vote it shows shows us that people actually listen and it's the nice. it's the only way we can move on to round four we can, literally cannot move on if you don't vote it's that is the one built-in recipe for the show <laughs> is that it comes to a standstill if we don't give votes if if these votes are tied zero zero we just stop that's it we don't even have a goodbye episode Gr- grinding stops. hole <laughs> Make sure to subscribe to us or whatever you listen to us on. Again, I, I think we say this on debates on tap uh, every Monday. <laughs> uh, if you don't, if you listen to something, if you listen to your podcasts on something else, let us know what it is because we're on the big ones. We're on Spotify, Google Play, of course, whatever you're listening to us on f- right now, of course. Yeah. But if you if you had to download another app just to listen to this, uh, we don't want that. So just tell us what you prefer to listen to us on, and we'll try to get our feed over there so you can just consolidate apps. Yep. And tell a friend. Oh, always tell a friend. Always tell a friend. Uh, tell him. Tell him. Teddy Nugget is just <laughs> the biggest, biggest dum dum you've ever heard of, and that these guys roast him almost, almost weekly. I, I would say once a month we roast Ted Nugent. At least once a month we <laughs> rotate, rotate, we rotate Teddy Nugget over where his butthole is shining to the sun, and we don't give him sunscreen. Yeah. Well, we rotate between him and John Schaefer. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Dave Mustaine. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's it. But that's it. Yeah. Uh, don't forget if if one of these bands is your favorite bands this week. Um, hate to break to you, but your favorite band sucks. <laughs>